Hello and welcome to the culture. My name is Anna and this is Mark and this is a true crime comedy podcast that focuses on cults and each week we are going to be looking at a new cult and today is our first episode. Mark, are you excited? Very, very. <clears throat> episode one. Do you have any idea what we're talking about today? I don't. I don't. Hit me with it. What do we got? Okay. So today we are talking about spiritualism. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. Okay. So when we decided about, you know, how we were going to run this podcast, we kind of collectively came to the decision that it'd be best to go chronologically-ish so that people can get a backstory on later cults that kind of were influenced by earlier ones. So with spiritualism, we're going to head back into the 1840s. Historical context. It's crucial for me. Right. Right. Because if you guys don't know, we're both teachers, social studies teachers, so we nerd out about this stuff. Historian by trade, <laughs> technically, but yeah. Sure. Okay. How, 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 uh, how often are you really uh, practicing your historian skills? Right now. Okay. Well, mainly me, but okay, sure. All right, so um, let's talk about what spiritualism is first. Okay, so basically spiritualism is based on this belief that people's spirits go on after life and are able to communicate with us and that they want to. So the first part is pretty normal, right? The idea of an afterlife, mm -hmm. that's pretty common amongst a lot of different world religions. Right. So the big difference is the desire to want to come back to our world or communicate with our world. Right. The idea is that humans, uh, human souls, once they pass on, are very uh, interested in the material world still, and they are trying to communicate with us, um, and that they uh, are kind of trying to live out some of their lives, maybe uh, their life earlier, and kind of maybe fix some issues, resolve some issues that they didn't get resolved. So it's like soul. Is that? Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, it's like Disney's soul. Okay. Yeah. So that's where they got it from. Sure. Job, Disney. <clears throat> so basically, um, there are, in spiritualism, there are people who are considered mediums. And a medium is an individual who is able to communicate to the dead and the living. That I've heard of before. And they can There's like channel. famous ones. Right. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But they are mediums. And oftentimes, especially early on, it, they were women, which was unique for religious groups at the time. Um, and in their early uh, life, in spiritualism's early life, seances were a big thing. I've heard of that word before too. Right. This is like the kumbaya, but like the sketchy version. <laughs> it, you know, it's funny because we kind of think of it as sketchy, but I don't think they thought of it as a sketchy thing. Like it was actually kind of comforting. It's not a fire with hooded figures. No, no, no. That's what I'm thinking. Seance. No, 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 no. No. You're sitting at a table. Everybody's sitting at a table and you call upon the spirits to communicate with you. And then the medium channels it through themselves. Have you ever seen, you don't like scary movies, but I do not. Insidious, she's ha. a medium. Hard pass. Um, no, thank you. Yeah. So, and they'll, they'll communicate through different ways. So like one way that the medium will 
channel the uh, person is through this thing called psychometry. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but psychometry is when you hold an object of a person who had passed with the belief that like it holds some of their energy still. Like they're still part of it kind of. Right. It, they like left a vibration in, impression on it okay and so then the person channels that the medium and that's how they call them it's like their cell phone like a pager right kind of i guess yeah Yeah. okay i'm following (laughs) so they'll do that they'll do aura readings they'll read people's auras they will also do stuff called automatic writing where um it's like i don't know if you've ever seen those shows with mediums i haven't like on like tlc or whatever yeah no (laughs) long island medium yeah nope never heard (laughs) of teresa um (laughs) um but a lot of times you'll see mediums they'll have like a sketch pad and they'll just be like writing things down kind of furiously like the images and the words that are coming to their mind when they're channeling this spirit meaning like they're coming from the spirit right and you're just frantically trying to keep up and write them down right it like if you watch those shows, um, you'll see them. They'll be like, liver. And they'll be like, did your dad die of liver failure? And then the people are like, what? Wow. You know, like that kind of situation. Okay. So originally, spiritualism was based on these two earlier kind of religious beliefs that we're not going to get a whole lot into. But one was called mesmerism, which is the foundation for hypnosis later mesmerizing guy i see you named after the guy mesmer his last name was mesmer so putting people in trance states and then also this guy named emmanuel swedenborg what a name Mm. so swedenborg had this kind of newish new age-ish kind of um christian theology that said that when we die we go to this like spirit realm and then from there like his belief is that God doesn't condemn any of us, that we condemn ourselves, basically. Like God's not going to send anybody to hell when we die. So when we die, we go to the spirit realm. And then depending on our love, if we love others, then it, we go up to heaven. If we love ourselves, we go down into hell. So, okay. Like a negative hell or like everyone's just super selfish down there? But that's pretty negative. I mean, I, I guess it's also like. Yeah, I mean, I, it's like you're being removed from God, basically. Okay, so it's still, but it's still seen as a bad thing. Yes. Okay. Um, but like the idea is that God doesn't condemn you to eternal hellfire, that like kind of your actions after you die are what lead you there. Whatever. Okay, so this guy, Andrew Jackson Davis, in the early 1840s, he's like, okay, I'm in a trance state, and he says he channels Swedenborg. He's, like, channeling his spirit. Swedenborg died before. Right. Okay. Yeah, before Davis. So in this trance state, he said that there was going to be this revelation and spiritualism was going to become this big thing. Okay? Now here's what's crazy. One year later, let's enter the Fox sisters. Have you ever heard of the Fox sisters? No. Okay. So there were these women, these girls, young girls, um, like in their teens, early teens. Not adults. No, okay, not so adults. These are kids. These are children. <clears throat> they were children. Okay. So 1848, the day before April Fools, 
Kate and Maggie Fox live in uh, New York, and they report hearing rappings, which are like knocking sounds like that. And they say it's coming from the old barn on their property. And they tell their mom, and their mom freaks out, and they run out to the barn. And the mom's like testing the ghost or whatever. And she's asking them all these questions, the, the spirit. The mom's asking the spirit questions that the girls know the answers to. So then the knocks correspond to the questions she's asking. So the mom's like hooked. Where are the girls? They're inside the barn? Yeah. Oh, so they're pranking their mom. Yes. Okay. They're pranking their mom. Okay. And originally they claimed it was Satan talking to them. Messing with their mom, who I'm assuming is religious? Yeah. Okay. They were Methodist, Episcopalian, something like that. Like combination, weird. But anyways, so uh, they're messing with their mom. Mom buys it hook, line, and sinker. Okay, so they are continuing this little prank. Mom gets the neighbors involved. Mom's like, come here, you guys. Come listen to this ghost. Like, I got a ghost in my house. Um, and so the neighbors come. They ask the ghost questions. And the ghost responds because... The girls know. The answers. Okay. Right. So... No one's asking where the girls are. No, because the girls are there. But they're in the barn. They're there, like, acting as if they're witnesses to it as well. Then who's knocking? It's them. They don't see the hands? They, they would crack their toes, like, in their shoes and, like, do weird stuff like that to make okay, the sounds. Okay, well, that's weirder than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Some arthritis thing to get taken care of. Right. So, okay, so originally they claimed it was Satan talking to them. And then they said it was an old salesman who had died there five years earlier named Charles Rossum, who was murdered. And funny enough, a few years later in 1904, they they dug up the house and there were bones there. That guy's? Well, some human bones, but also some chicken bones and stuff. So I don't know. So, okay. Everybody's like flipping out. The about. town's involved now. The town is in it. There and were... the girls are trying not to laugh. Right. Okay. So then they go to their sister's house in Rochester. Uh, their older sister, her name's Leah. And she's like married, whatever. So they move to Rochester. They get kicked out of their church. Because mom is all in and believes this. Right. Yeah. Okay. And the girls are like, well, I guess we got kicked out of church. Yeah. Oh, darn. They're, com- they're committed to this. <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they go to uh, Rochester. Now, fun fact Rochester at this time is like a hotbed of new religious movements. Like, this is coming right off the heels of the Second Great Awakening. And this is like the same region where the early Mormon church was founded, where the like the predecessor for the Seventh-day Adventist was founded. So it's like... Everybody's fired up. Right. Everybody's like, They're new feeling, ideas. Yeah. Let's talk about it. feeling spiritual. Right. So they move there, um, and 
Leah, the older sister, is like, well, I'm doing this too. So she becomes a medium as well. So the Fox sisters, they start touring. Touring how? The country. Cracking their toes. Holding seances, yes. Performing readings. Knick-knack, paddywhack, and their toes. They got the whole thing <laughs> planned out. Yeah, they even built, like, special tables. Sure, that That would have a to. lever yeah. that would they would press it, and then it would make this spooky sound. And sometimes they would create visual things that would look like an apparition was there. And So they're con artists. Uh, yeah, low-key. High-key, bro. They're <laughs> traveling the country, cracking knuckles, and making people think that they... Talk to spirits. Right. Yeah, well. And they're 13 right. or whatever. Yeah, they're young. They're little. So they get real famous. Like I'm talking Mary Todd Lincoln, Lincoln's wife, has them perform a seance for her. Not Mary Todd. Yeah. Old honest to speak Abe himself. To, Abe. to speak to Abe. Tell me that Abe documented this somewhere. No, he was dead. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So Mary Todd trying to channel Abe? Yeah, after he died. Does he? I don't know. I don't know how that went. I mean, clearly he's not reaching <laughs> back through the old table. Well, you never know. But Mary Todd, <laughs> wow. Okay, so this is getting getting big. She's getting, they're getting national. Oh, yeah. Okay. So with spiritualism, this becomes an extremely popular movement and kind of belief system after the Civil War. Because so many people had died? Yeah. That makes sense. Because so many people had died and so many people were trying to connect. As well as the fact that women had a lot more power. Like I said earlier, women are, were finding themselves in positions of clergy almost as serving as mediums. And so they were gravitating towards this. Because this was their opportunity. Right. Which they never had before. Mm -hmm. They've always just been in the pews. Mm -hmm. And they say, wait a minute, if we go this route, I can get a little bit of that power. Get I've that been influence trying to get. in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Get yours, girl. Yeah. So now, P.T. Barnum saw these girls. Harry Houdini saw these girls. Houdini was not a fan. Houdini hated this, actually, because he said, like, I do magic. The people know I'm fooling them. You're lying. Ooh, respect the game. Yeah, Houdini was pissed. Can't be getting hoodwinked unless you're getting hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah, he, he was not a fan. So, okay. So Maggie, the one, one of the two that originally heard the rappings, the knocks, Eventually, she marries this guy who basically is a Christian and said uh, spiritualism isn't real. And so she denounces spiritualism. She adopts uh, Catholicism. So she's out. She's out. Then her husband dies, though, and she becomes an alcoholic. Okay. Doesn't come back in. Well, just wait. Hold on. So then Kate, her little sister, or her, I don't know if one's older or younger, but Kate she starts taking over the biz, the family biz, being a medium when Maggie leaves. She's making tons of money. Just her and the older sister. Yeah. Okay. She's making tons of money. Yeah. But then, like, at this time in the 1880s, throughout U the United States and Europe, there were 8 million believers. 
in spiritualism. That's a lot of people for that time. That is a lot, especially for something so new, to catch fire that yeah. fast. Quick. And it's not like they had cell phones to talk about it. That's true. I'm sure all the papers were writing about it all the time. Yeah. And, you know, this person told this person, and I lost someone in the Civil War, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, anyways, the pressure starts mounting for Kate because they're, like, wanting cinematic qualities at these seances, and it's hokey, so she can't produce. So she's getting overwhelmed she becomes an alcoholic too long story short eventually maggie and kate both denounce spiritualism and expose the hoax like they say this was all a prank it started when we were 13 we would drop apples down the stairs so that it sounded like footsteps you know they they expose it how old were they at this point they're adult women at this okay. point. So it's been a while. A long time. And at the point when they expose it, is older sister still? Older sister's still in the game. Well, she was <laughs> until they say that the game is over. Right. But then Maggie recants this. Just uh, kidding. Yeah. And they explained and demonstrated how they would crack their toe knuckles and stuff. Then how do you go back? Exactly. You can't. But she says... I was just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Actually, it, it was real. Like, we did make it up then, but then it actually became real. Like, I don't know. There's yeah. some gullible people. Some bad back logic. Then. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, in the 1890s, all three sisters have died by now. And in 1893, the spiritualists in the United States formed the Natural, National Spiritualist Association, which is a still a thing today the nsa baby <laughs> the national spiritualist association of churches still in existence yeah doing seances um yeah and but they, that's all they have like yeah like and mediumship i and feel stuff. like there's got to be that's a one-trick pony right after you get it done okay well how do we keep going like what else are we supposed to do is or is it just like the mediums are all on like their own little social network and we're just going to each make money and do our little side hustle. Yeah. There's nothing more to it. It's kind of like the way at least it was um, sold and kind of portrayed earlier on is that it was compatible with Christianity so people could do both. Like a little extra. Right. Like a little sprinkle of this Yeah, because it doesn't contradict it. Right. Again, souls leaving, souls yeah. moving on. That's very normal. Right. And so this is just like a little something, something. Right. Okay. So you get to talk to grandma. Right. Know. So everybody wins. No one loses. Yeah. Jesus wins. Grandma wins. <laughs> and you win. Yes. Okay. Okay. So when I was like studying this, something I thought of was the Ouija board. That's what I'm thinking when you're, well, okay. So seances, I go outside Blair Witch Project meets something else where you're just in the forest and you're holding hands and looking up at the sky and doing weird stuff. Second thing I go to is Ouija boards. Right. Yeah, seances I don't usually think of like, that's, that's more like witchy. I feel like you're thinking of like a coven. Maybe. Because I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah. So Ouija's, interestingly, they were first sold. Guess. When the first one was sold. Right at this time. 
1891. After they licensed it. One dude, basically, they were called like uh, something tables. I can't remember. But um, this dude, Charles Kennard, was like, got to make that coin. And he trademarked it. He trademarked it. All the money goes to him. Right. But he had to prove. That it worked? Yeah. What does the patent for that look like? I guess they, they like, proved the patent, the one patent dude, and so they got the patent. Or gave him five bucks and said, we need to pass this through. Yeah, I guess. But the story is that, like, they had him ask a question and then... Answered it. It answered it, yeah. A couple cracked knuckles, a couple little <laughs> but the, shifts. But this one's not based on knuckles. So Ouija boards, it has, uh, like... I've a, never done it before. No, me I'm either. I'm so scared. I'm spooked. I yeah, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> I don't even like to look at them, so I don't know how they actually They sell them work. at Barnes & Noble. It doesn't surprise me. People are weird. So you, you move it around, right? Right, so... How does the trick work? Okay, well... Sorry, the tr- quote-unquote okay, so trick. In the way it works is, that. like, there's all these letters on a board, right? right? And, like, numbers and, like, yes or no. And so everybody puts their fingers on there. And the idea is that the spirit will, like, basically guide the fingers to move to the, the answer, basically, the letters right. of the answer. Um, the way it works, you want to know the actual thing that's happening? Yeah. Basically... There are micro movements that are happening in your body all the time. Right. And we're just not conscious of it because they're so small. So then you couple that with other people's micro movements, and then it actually feels kind of like otherworldly, like it's not from your body because you're not conscious of it. You're not deciding to move your hands. So there is a sensation that takes place. Yeah, there is. Okay, then I'm definitely out. I don't want to feel like it's at any part could be seen as real. Right. No. Yeah, people actually get a sensation of something moving it beyond themselves. Okay, so he patents this. This dude patents it. Which looks like an old game, to be fair. True. Right? I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so what's really interesting to me about Ouija boards, though, is that, like, it was like a family activity to do so creepy. for a really long time a really long time no tv no internet you're we just chilling ouija, around with the ouija, the ouija board. board let's whip out the ouija board dad and it was sold that way and yeah marketed it was like as a, like a spiritual connection to yeah. the afterworld yes and actually mediums did not like these no, because then they them. could bypass them right, this is them yeah it took away their business yeah yeah so it was not until Ouija boards were shown in horror movies like The Exorcist that it, it, that it takes on this evil association. So they're asking grandma, what's your favorite ice cream? Yeah. What was your dog's first name? <laughs> right. And then what's heaven like grandma? Yeah, and then it starts getting <laughs> spooky. Okay. Makes sense. Yes. Well, then it doesn't seem like that bad of a game. If I guess if everybody's into right. it, still makes a ton of money though and it probably even became a little bit more popular after that because now it's taboo yeah now we can ask other questions not just ice cream (laughs) yeah okay so today with spiritualism what we've got going on are those mediums on tv and there's also mediums that just like you know psychic tarot yeah, are these cards different, are these different than the card palm readers or is this like a different thing? it's all kind of in the same realm i would say tarot cards are probably a little different 
Um, but like crystal balls, that type okay, of. Okay, I don't thing know who portrayed. actually uses a crystal ball, but like that's like the generic. I could see like, that happening at a seance, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe to distract you from right. Look right. at this ball while I pull this lever. Crack my yeah, toes. <laughs> crack my toes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or while the person behind the screen pops up. Right. Yeah. This is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You're getting Ozed. Yeah. So there's two pretty famous ones on TV. There's Long Island Medium, and her name's Teresa Caputo, and she is hilarious have you ever seen that i have show? not i don't know who okay. this is she's got like the ultra white mom haircut it's like a bob with that's like extremely short in the back and like long uh-huh. in the front super long white french tip nails like long like jersey Claws. like yeah she talked jersey well yeah long island yeah yes she does okay so she's just a, a hot mess of extra yeah all of it to yes. the extreme and she plays into it i'm sure yeah, actually, okay. my sister. Don't don't do this. Listen to this. <laughs> my sister went to her show. She came to Fresno. She came to Fresno, so people don't go to her. She travels and she tours, does, okay, just like the Fox sisters, so, okay, so dude. She's, she's making tour. coin. Sister went to the show. Sister went to the show and said that basically there were several people that she picked on in the audience and channeled the spirits of the people that she wanted, but. To me, I'm like, how easy would it be to just like plant someone, plant an actor? In That's there? what they do, right? For the most part, yeah. they ask you the questions that are pretty obvious to get the right answers. Yeah, and they but bait like, you, right? But like in a show like that, like how easy would it be to just have five actors there who can just cry and be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you know, um, and you can be a hundred percent right because you know them because you gave them the answers. Exactly. And this is happening today. Yeah, she went to this a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. But I, people believe her. Yeah. No one's going into this like it's like it's a magic show. No, no. Right. You go I think like people you, either go in believing her or or skeptics. But no one's like, this is gonna be fun and entertaining, but I know it's fake. Well, I mean I it's would a, go. Right, I would it's, go it's like a, that. It's a it's a weird spot. It's entertainment. Yeah. Right. And so she plays into the character, which is great. But the that's not what the Fox sisters were doing. It kind of was, though. They, they, you think that they knew that people knew they were lying? Well, yeah, they knew Houdini knew. He would follow them. Okay, he would well, follow okay. them to, uh, to... Houdini is not a normal person. Okay, I understand that. He's but... in the game. <laughs> I understand that, but I think people go... I think humans are just interested in things that are beyond our comprehension, and some people are going to buy it, and some people are going to want to see it to laugh at it. Sure. Just regardless of time and space. You know? Yeah. No, I get it. It makes sense. But it's just to put them into like the cult category. Right. Well, they, okay. That's the thing. I would not necessarily categorize this as a cult. It was and still probably would be categorized as a new religious movement, which is like the technical term for a cult. Like religious scholars do not call cults cults. They call them new religious movements. It's classier. It just is less like negative, negative connotation. Yeah. yeah. Because if you really think about it, every religion started out as a cult. Sure. Until it gets large enough. Yeah. So they're just new religious movements until right. they get enough traction. All right. So Long Island's one. Okay. And then there's the Hollywood medium. Have you seen him? Don't know him. This kid's from Hanford. 
Ooh, shout out Central Valley. <laughs> yeah. So he's like this skinny little, okay, he's like my age, but he, he looks like a kid to me. Anyways, um, he's what they call a medical intuitive. So like, he'll be like, oh, you have stomach problems. Like, he'll look at you and be like, you have stomach problems, huh? And he'll, like, know people's medical issues, including animals. So your animal is sick, he'll mm-hmm. tell you what's up. Or you're sick and you don't even know. Is he right? Well, according to the show, yeah. Like, he'll, like, go to, a, a, like, um, he'll, like, go to, like, let's say, Khloe Kardashian's house and he will channel some rando person in her life and no random facts like do you remember the butterfly hat he gave you and she's they'll be like what you know so it's it's easy to believe it if you if you buy into it at all but he's what is he channeling he's so the people would give him items dead people dead people's items okay the psychometry yeah he'll hold on to them channels my grandma channels grandma and my grandma for some reason knows that i have stomach problems or oh no the 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 um the medical intuitive he just just like gets sensations he'll get sensations in his body where yours is so he says hey your knee hurts yeah your foot hurts whatever yeah got it okay but he also does the other thing too yeah so he's a twofer yeah okay and he's making bank too he's on tv yes he's on uh e it sounds like an E show. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> It's, to be honest, like you could not believe any of it and it's extremely entertaining. Which is what he's going for. Right. So those are the two famous ones. Those are the two famous but ones. But there are still... There's a ton. A bunch. So if, yeah. I, if I Google searched mediums in Fresno... You probably could find some. Okay. I haven't done so. I mean, I, I can look. <laughs> can we do an on the spot? Yeah, let's do it. Let's medium see. podcast. <laughs> oh, just call a medium. Just call them. That would be or bring them in. That would be actually crazy. I'm looking this up. Mediums near me. I want to see if I can find any. I mean, I've seen these people like on the side of like stop here for your well. There's your that reading. one psychic yeah. shop I've seen in in on the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of shows on like A and E about yeah. mediums and stuff. I think people's fascination with the other side is it's the only thing that we haven't got to experience, right? right. Anytime someone's even ever said, hey, I died and I came back. Oh, like, yeah, like the, And they have those shows and they have those people that have, you know, books. written books and mm-hmm. stuff. And, and it's obviously the most fascinating because nobody knows that. It's the one thing that you never get to do and come back and tell the story of. Yeah. And so it makes sense why people are super into it and why they want to know. And I think the other side of it is probably just people connecting with family again. They, they, it's wishful thinking yeah. that they want to know and they want to feel something that they didn't get a chance to feel when that other person was here. Yeah, they want to get some so, resolution. Right, so you're playing, you're playing into emotion. You're, mm-hmm. you're playing into this, this fallacy of, of positivity. Right. And you just go from there. Right. It's genius. Yeah, I mean, I... I honestly hope it's real so that people aren't getting manipulated, but, you know, humans kind of suck. I think the Fox <laughs> sisters pretty much proved what they were doing. Yeah. Okay, so back to our little Google search. There's like one, two, three. There's 
five at six there's six within not very far from us okay so these are the okay so they're everywhere yeah and we're like a conservative town area yeah. so like you would assume probably less than like san diego or something right. i'm sure vegas has five thousand. Oh god i can only imagine yeah but it, i mean do you think that this at least the establishment of this new idea is what eventually will pave the way like are like are all of these things that these cults new religious groups mm -hmm. are all of them built on the shoulders of each other so there were somebody was like dude look what the fox sisters just did yeah we could easily do that i think so yeah right i and mean so, think about it think about all these they're the same thing teresa caputo is just a modern one of those i mean she claims that she actually is channeling people and this and that but you know we can't ever know that for certain and she's making bank yeah i think that looking at the history of these people like one i feel i do have a very negative connotation towards all cults like just right. the word in general right and even spiritualism sounds to me kind of like kind of wonky mm -hmm. slash spooky slash i don't want any part of it <laughs> but understanding how it evolved to come from the most preliminary which again this is is super small yeah. potatoes like oh, yeah. compared to right like these girls haha ha, we pranked everyone like right that's a great prank yeah and you pranked a whole country yeah, and they made a <laughs> bunch of money off of it which is awesome yeah. right it's it's the american spirit all over again <laughs> people will do whatever they can to feel whatever they want yeah and then building off of that i feel like people are going to see be like if they could do it if yeah. these two little girls did it what more could we do could we la make the experiment last longer for sure and then they do, right? Yeah, they do. This is just the beginning, dude. Every every episode, we are going to dive into crazier and crazier topics. This is like, this is like. This is the Teletubbies version, and I'm oh, super into it. This is the Teletubbies. No, this is where I feel good. This is yeah, my comfort well, zone. Well, get, we're going to get out of there real quick. Okay, but I feel at least warm and fuzzy <sighs> before we enter into yeah. Satanic. No, this, one, this one's nice. This, this one, is great. I mean, I, even all I could vibe fun. with this. It's all in good fun. I'd go to a seance. I'd hang out with the Fox sisters. I wouldn't do a Ouija board, though. I don't know. I'm, I'm still, still a little out. spooked. But now I know what to get you for your birthday. <laughs> no, my boyfriend will break it and burn it or something. He, he would be so afraid. I would be afraid to have one in my house. Yeah. My, if, if, if my kids never grow up knowing what a Ouija board is, like, life is good. Yeah. It is creepy. Um... But it's good to know the history. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's spiritualism. All right. Scale of one to 10, spooky oh, scale. No, dude, that's a one. I'm all in. Okay, good. I'm going to the show. I'm hanging. <laughs> I'm going to Long Island next week to go check this girl out. No, you can make appointments with her. Uh, I'll watch her show first. Yeah. Watch it. TLC. Okay. I will report back. <laughs> and just before we go, I just want to give some credit to the uh, sources that I used for this um, episode. Um, I took a lot of information off of the Smithsonian um, website. Um, there was an article on the Fox Sisters about the Fox Sisters by Karen Abbott, and there was one about the Ouija board by Linda Rodriguez McRobbie, as well as some information off of HistoryNet, BBC, Wikipedia, Atlas Obscura, as well as my lovely religious studies notes from college in Professor Blankholm and Professor Walker. Shout out. <laughs> See you guys. See ya.